Ah, so good. Hi, guys. Welcome back to another wonderful episode of The Gospel According to Stupid. I'm Johnny Waters, and uh, in this podcast, if you haven't been listening already, if you're just jumping right on in, and it seems a lot of you are listening on Sundays for some reason, uh, you are listening to some idiot trying to read through the Bible and figure it out. Um... Because I haven't read it, and that's a good fun time. So, uh, if you want to start from the beginning, you certainly can, but this is what I do, and I'm just trying to figure out what, what everybody's talking about in this. Seeking truth, that's what it is. Um, and I'm probably getting a lot of it wrong, which I probably am. Anyway, um, let's see. What's going on in my life? About to move out to a new place. That's going to be super cool. Uh, yeah, it's going to be expensive, but awesome. Um... And looking forward to the back-breaking labor this weekend. I mean, moving, right? Like, that's just going to be its own just wonderful hurdle of lifting couches and bookcases and boxes full of books and eventually arranging things. And, uh, I, uh, yeah. Yeah. All right. So that's new. Um, yeah. More audiobooks on the way. It's going to be fun. Anyway, now we're going to move on to what else we got we got an email to answer, and I intend to read the whole thing, because the whole thing is really kind of handy. So, yeah, here we go. And a lot of it has to do with Genesis. I know we're in Exodus right now, but it's kind of an answer to a lot of the weirdy bread stuff that happened in Genesis, if you guys remember. Okay, so, <gasps> emails! Yeah, so, okay, emails. Once again, from our good friend, Justice Stupid. Um... And if you guys have any thoughts on what's going on, whatever, hate mail, et cetera, et cetera, you can email me at accordingtostupid at gmail.com. You can find it in the show notes. Really stupid easy just to do. And uh, it's great. It's easy to do. Why not? Um, even if it's just like, you fucking suck or something. Who knows? Um, or if you're just like, yeah, I didn't get that part either. Whatevs. It's all good, man. Anyway, just as stupid. And I'm going to read the whole thing because the whole thing is really pretty funny and good and it's wonderful. So if you don't give a shit, you can just skip ahead to the next soundbite and uh, we'll get on with the uh, uh, next two chapters of Exodus. Yeah, but here we go. So uh, he doesn't want to talk about, uh, well, I'll just read it straightforward. Uh, I do want to talk about something you ran into early, very early in the show. And he's talking about, uh, well, his, the title of this one is called Where the Fuck's the Bread, which was my question. Um, as we kind of remember, Joseph's kind of sold some land and bought some land and bought some stuff, and they said that there was no bread, but then suddenly he found bread, and it was a very confusing thing. And he reminds me several times that the King James Version has failed me many, many times. And it's going to probably fail me some more times, which is the point. Um, anyway, I want to talk to you about something you ran into very early into the show. Uh, why does God tell Jacob and his slash Israel to go down into e Egypt when they... Uh, when the Hebrews will only be enslaved later? Is it because if they don't, they will surely die because of the famine? If that's the case, why doesn't God just make a little oasis for Jacob to keep his on uh, in the land they're already in? Uh, why doesn't God just make it easy? Why did God cancel pushing daisies? Why is the plural of moose not meese? Why is the sky blue and the sun is yellow? Why is a question mark shaped like that? Why, why, why? Uh, sorry, I got kind of lost in train of thought there. Back to the point. The fact of the matter is, there isn't someone to answer these questions, so we don't know why. However, based on what I've read of the Bible, God is not someone who seems to stop bad situations from occurring. <laughs> right? He, she, it, uh, the, uh, tab, I forget what it was, uh, seemed to work through them. Yeah, I can, I get behind that. 
Possibly it's because God doesn't want those who follow him, her, it, tab, to be spoiled. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Possibly it's because God doesn't actually know the exact future. Possibly it's because God likes to show off. I don't know. And anyone who says they have the answer is probably wrong. But I like the question. Keep asking. Uh, I want to take a moment to talk about Potiphera, priest of On's daughter being mixed in with the Hebrews. My understanding, though I can't guarantee this, is that at this time, people did not divide along the lines of religion at the time like we do. Racism was a thing, but discrimination as to who worshipped who wasn't uh, who worshipped who wasn't as big a thing. In fact, I think it was common practice for people to worship many gods, just kind of religion buffet style. You know, we'll take a little bit of this and then I'm adding my shit here. Uh, that will make the first three of the Ten Commandments a much bigger point than we realized. Uh, you really missed the whole Goshen and Shepherd thing. The King James Version has failed you again. Uh, Joseph told them uh, to say they were shepherds, because they are, and that's why they will live in Goshen. That way they will be separated from the rest of the Egyptians. Yeah, it did seem like, okay, so in this, with this idea that it was just like, if you say you're shepherds, you'll go live in Goshen, and that's where we want to be, because that's a great place. As opposed to, for the love of fuck, don't say you're shepherds, or people will be fucking eviscerated in the streets, and it'll be a fucking terrible thing. Your children will die, and it'll be fucking fire and brimstone. As opposed to this going like, hey man, um, you know, ask the Best Buy guy being like, yeah, this refrigerator's really nice, but you got one in the back that maybe has like a dent. Oh yeah, we got three, and they're only a third of the cost. We want that one, uh, or something. You know, we, we want the best deal, and you know, kind of getting your way into the good part of the land, you know? Although why it wasn't, you know, used before, maybe it was just used by shepherds, and maybe shepherds want to deal with shepherd business and, you know, friends. You get conversation that way. Again, that little bit right there about shepherds was my thing. So, back to the letter. Again, the King James Version fails you in Genesis uh, 47, 13 onward. Just let me show you what you missed. So, this must be from the New International Version or some other um, translation of it that probably makes a lot more sense. Uh, so, from 47, 13. Uh, so, this is the end of Genesis. Almost the end of Genesis. Uh, and again, the idea of uh, where the fuck the bread came from. Uh, there was no food, however, in the whole region because the famine was severe. Both Egypt and Canaan wasted away because of the famine. Uh, Joseph collected all the money that was to be found in Egypt and Canaan in payment for grain they were buying, and he brought it to Pharaoh's palace. Okay, so he buys a bunch of seeds. Uh, when the money of the people of Egypt and Canaan was gone, all Egypt came to Joseph and said, Give us food. Why should we die before uh, your eyes? Our money is all gone. Uh, then... Bring your livestock, said Joseph. I will sell you food in exchange for your livestock since your money is gone. Uh, so they brought their livestock to Joseph, and he gave them food in exchange for their horses, their sheep, their goats, their cattle, and donkeys. And he uh, brought them through that year with food in exchange for all their livestock. When the year was over, they came to him the following year and said, uh, we cannot hide from our Lord the fact that since our money is gone and our livestock belongs to you, there is nothing left for our Lord except our bodies and our land. Why should we perish before your eyes, we and our land as well? Buy us and our land in exchange for food, and we with our land will be in bondage to Pharaoh. Give us seeds that we may live and not die, and that the land may not become desolate. So Joseph brought, uh, bought all the land in Egypt for Pharaoh. The Egyptians, one and all, sold their fields, because the famine was too severe for them. 
the land became Pharaoh's. And Joseph reduced the people to servitude uh, from one end to Egypt to the other. However, he did not buy the land of the priests because they received a regular allotment from Pharaoh and had food enough from the allotment Pharaoh gave them. This is why they did not sell their land. Uh, Joseph said to the people, Now that I have brought you, bought you and your land today for Pharaoh, here is seed for you, so you can plant the ground. But when the crop comes in, give a fifth of it to Pharaoh. The other four-fifths you may keep as seed for the fields and as food for yourselves and your households and your children. Okay, that's the end of the email. So it does explain a little bit more, but there still raises quite a few questions as to, like, the economics of food. Now I'm very much happy that it wasn't like, and this month passed. It was a bigger amount of time to go like, all right, we're just going to eat meat for a while or some shit. Blah. And it seems a bit more vague as to what sort of food there was. In the King James Version, it was pretty much, you have bread and you have meat. You probably don't want to eat the meat because it goes bad really fast and you can only feed, you know, a, a neighborhood, you know, or something. Um, and it's a bit more vague as to what food there is and what there we are able to give out, you know, et cetera, et cetera. Um, fruit, for example, or vegetable, I don't know. Potatoes, uh, do they grow in Egypt? I don't know. Um, but it doesn't just go like bread, 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 forever bread, rye, fucking sourdough, Italian, whatever. Bread, motherfuckers. Um, so that's nice. Um, also like, you know, one wonderful deal of like, okay, if I just kind of buy this and put this and da, 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 okay, we got this and, and he collected the seeds first. So it seems odd to me that, I don't know, why not just plant in the beginning? But maybe there was some really weird sort of rule at first. So we had to, with like farmers and their own food and being covetous, or, I don't know. I really don't. But either way, apparently it worked out. Right? Right. Okay. Great. We got seeds, we got some planting, it's all good times. Rad. <gasps> Alright, you ready to continue on with Exodus? I certainly am. Let's go on to Exodus. Okie dokie. So, moving on to Exodus. So what just happened? Moses and Pharaoh are dealing with their own sort of craziness, right? Right? About a lot of snakes and about a lot of plagues. And Pharaoh is making a lot of promise to be like, okay, you know what? After these frog things have just fucked up the land and the flies are everywhere and all the Egyptian homes, but not the Hebrew homes, we'll let you go. And the second they turn the flies away, people are like, eh, oh, the flies are gone? Nah, never mind. I like keeping you guys around. Fuck off. So. Uh, Exodus chapter 9. When the Lord said unto Moses, Go in unto Pharaoh, and tell him, Thus saith the Lord, God of the Hebrews, Let my people go, that they may serve me. Uh, yeah, so God's getting mad, I'm sure. Going, Motherfucker! Also, the hardening of the heart business, eh, it's a deal. I don't know. So he's getting mad at something he's kind of creating, it sounds like. I'm mad at something I'm making really hard to deal with. Um, like a shitty employee or co-worker. Uh, for if thou refuse to let them go, and wilt hold them still, behold, the hand of the Lord is upon thy cattle, which is in the field, upon the horses, upon the asses, upon the camels, upon the oxen, and upon the sheep. There shall be a grievous moraine. Moraine, huh? I'm assuming moraine is like a really grievous motherfucking term. I will moraine the fuck out of you. Um, yeah, I don't really feel like looking it up, but I'm assuming a moraine is like a flogging. A uh, terrible thing. And the Lord shall sever between the cattle of Israel and the cattle of Egypt, and there shall nothing die of all that is the children of Israel. Well, good. we got to make sure that that's clear. Otherwise, you're just killing motherfucking cattle all over the place. 
And the Lord appointed a set time, saying, Tomorrow the Lord shall do this thing in the land. Eh, like at 8 or like 10 or like 9.30? What mean, Tomorrow, huh? Um, and the Lord did that thing on the morrow. And all the cattle of Egypt died, but the cattle of the children of Israel did not die. Oh, did, uh, died not one. Yes, okay. Brad. Uh, and Pharaoh sent, and behold, there was not one of the cattle of the Israelites dead. And the heart of the Pharaoh was hardened, and he did not let the people go. No shit. Uh, because now his a massive part of his food supply, I'm going to venture like a fifth, just, well, camels and oxen and shit. So he can't move like any wagons beyond like getting some people to do it so you know any beasts of burden are now gone at least for the egyptians <sighs> jeez um and and food so that that makes life very hard so and his heart is hardened fuck man just let the dude go dudes and dudettes i guess uh and the lord said unto moses and unto aaron or aaron uh, take to you handfuls of ashes of the furnace, and let Moses sprinkle it towards the heaven in the sight of Pharaoh. And it shall become small dust in all the land of Egypt, and shall be a boil breaking forth with blains upon man and upon beast throughout all the land of Egypt. Okay, so apparently throwing some ash in the, uh, in the air makes the entire Egyptian populace just start breaking out into boils and, and uh, you know pimples and stuff like that. Ick. Ow. Painful. And they took ashes from the furnace and stood before Pharaoh, and Moses sprinkled it toward the heaven, and it became a boil breaking forth with blains upon man and upon beast. Ew, pustules. Ew. And the magicians could not stand before Moses because of the boils, and the boil upon, uh, was upon the magicians and upon all the Egyptians. So, boils everywhere. And the Lord hardened the heart of Pharaoh, and he hearkened not unto them, as the Lord had spoken unto Moses. And the Lord said unto Moses, Rise up early in the morning, and stand before Pharaoh, and say unto him, Thus saith the Lord, God of the Hebrews, let my people go, that they may serve me. Jesus, man, after a while, there comes a time, like, to you got frogs, you got flies, you got uh, dead livestock and boils. And um, snakes, right? Snake. And uh, blood in the river. So what are we at? Five, four? I don't know if the snake counts. So probably probably five with the blood in the water pit. Right? Is that? I think I got it right. Uh, so shit, man. Let him go. Go, 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 go. Because um, <laughs> he'll destroy Egypt at this point. Like <laughs> it's, it's not really worth it to keep them around, is it? Uh... For I will at this time send all my plagues upon thine heart, and upon thy servants, and upon thy people, and that thou mayest know that there is none like me in all the earth. Ah, God's snowflake. And for now uh, I will stretch out mine hand, that I may smite thee and thy people with pestilence, and thou shalt be cut from the earth. And the very deed for this cause that I have raised thee up for, to shew in thy power, and that my name may be declared throughout all the earth. As yet exaltest thou thyself against thy people, uh, that thou wilt not let them go. Yeah, you stubborn asshole. Let them go. Uh, behold, tomorrow about this time I will cause it to rain a very grievous hail, such as hath not been seen in Egypt since the foundation thereof, un even until now. Ooh, this could be cool. All right, I'm in. 
I'm gonna rain. Oh, there will be a grievous hail, a very grievous hail. Fuck yes, metal burning. Fuck yes. Uh, send therefore now and gather thy cattle and all that thou hast in the field for upon every man and beast which shall be found in the field and shall be brought home. The hail shall come down upon them and they shall die. So, throw it out there. Badassery happens in, uh, nine, what is it, chapter nine? Is it chapter nine? Holy shit, we're moving right along. Uh, chapter nine, um, fuck, I lost my place looking up at the chapter. Or the fucking verse. Fuck. Fuck. Uh, oh, here we go. So, 9.18 and 9.19 are awesome. So, cool. Uh, he that feared the word of the Lord amongst the servants of Pharaoh made his servants and cattle flee into the houses. And he that regarded not a word of the Lord left his servants and his cattle in the field. <laughs> like, fuck you, dude. Little rain? Eh, they'll be fine. Hopefully, you know, like, most of these people must not be as affected. They must be fairly okay with the boils and the flies and going like, eh, this is just a really shitty month. No big deal. <laughs> Jim, for the love of God, put your cattle in the stables. Uh, and the Lord said unto Moses, Stretch forth thine hand toward the heaven, and there may be hail in all the land of Egypt, upon man and upon beast and upon every herb of the field throughout the land of Egypt. Oh, boy. Hopefully, once again, we're not affecting the Hebrews of this, but... um. And Moses stretched forth his rod toward heaven. <laughs> I've done that a couple of times. Uh, and the Lord sent thunder and hail, and the fire ran along uh, upon the ground. And the Lord rained hail upon the land of Egypt. Oh, huh. okay. So there was hail, and fire mingled with the hail. Holy fuck! Every, uh, very grievous, uh, such as there was none like it in all the land of Egypt since it became a nation. So God rained fiery snowballs onto the land of Egypt. Fire snowballs. Just, and I don't know if they were like the tiny ones that just perpetually stayed little hailstones and then hit and then fire, you know, like tiny, tiny Molotov cocktails. But if they're, okay, so... The varying sizes, so the size of a pebble, but there's billions of them. Or if he went with, like, I think the mummy, you know, with Brendan Fraser or whatnot, that they had, like, I don't know, the the bowling ball-sized ones or, like, the big bales of hay-sized ones that are just falling on Egypt. <laughs> boom! Now imagine that being a hailstorm. Boom, 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 motherfucking fire everywhere, and so on. And it would be fucking terrifying. At that time, why would you not let them go? Numero six, right? This is the sixth plague. Raining fire hail from the sky. Get your shit and go. <laughs> you know, why would you not? Oh, stubborn Pharaoh. <sighs> and the hail smote throughout all the land of Egypt, all that was in the field, both man and beast, and the hail smote every herb of the field and, and break every tree of the field. Only in the land of Goshen, where the children of Israel were, was there no hail. Good, again, you gotta put that shit in there, because everyone's gonna go like, Ah, thanks for saving the cattle, man, but then you fucking lit them ablaze, ass. Um, so yeah, okay, so he kills most of the livestock, and the livestock he doesn't kill the first time around with the pestilence and the boils and the whatever. Uh, he sends fire from the sky to kill uh, vegetation now. 
So Egyptians are now fucked as far as the food situation is about to be happening. Um, so what do they have left? I mean, they can't really grow bread anymore because they're now starting to get herbs all on fire and stuff. Uh, they probably didn't have corn, I don't think. I doubt it. Um, I don't know anything about agriculture as far as like, I put a seed in the ground and I watered it and it worked out really well. That's about as far as I got. Um, so I don't know the vegetation of Egypt, but I can't imagine it's there's a lot of variety. Either way, fire, sky, onto things that are flammable, like plants and wood and shit. Not a good time. Um, ugh. And Pharaoh sent and called for Moses and Aaron and said unto them, I have sinned this time. Really? Have you? Uh, the Lord is righteous, and I and my people are wicked. Oh, well, I guess so. Uh, entreat the Lord, for it is enough, that there be no more mighty thundering and hail. And I will let you go, and you shall stay no longer. Yeah, about fucking time. Though I have a feeling he's going to keep him around just a little bit longer. And Moses said unto him, As soon as I am gone out of the city, I will spread abroad my hands unto the Lord, and the thunder shall cease. Neither shall there be any more hail, and thou mayest know how the earth is the Lord's. I hope. We assume. I guess. Uh, but as for thee and thy servants, I know that ye will not yet fear the Lord God. Are we going to go full Monty on this? You res <laughs> I respect your power, oh God. But apparently Pharaoh, after fire rained down from the sky, is like, eh, I've seen worse. I'm not afraid of you still. Fuck off. You didn't smite me with this shit. And that's probably it. You didn't hit me. You didn't destroy anything that was, that was uh, personally mine. You know, like... Eh, I know I own the field and stuff, but eh, he's probably on that, like, eh, I have other farms. You know, whatever. Fuck you, Pharaoh. Uh, and the flax and the barley was smitten, for the barley was in the ear, and the flax was bald. Well, no beer then, I guess. And the wheat and the... I, guess, I think they mean rye. R-I-E, but probably it's R-Y-E. I don't know. Or the re, re-I, rye, was not smitten, for they were not grown up. Ah, neat. And Moses went out of the city from Pharaoh and spread abroad his hands unto the Lord, and the thunders and hail ceased, and the rain was not poured upon the earth. Yay! And when Pharaoh saw that the rain and hail and the thunders were ceased, he sinned yet more and hardened his heart, he and his servants. And the heart of Pharaoh was hardened. Uh, neither would he let the children of Israel go, and the Lord had spoken by Moses. All right, I think I mentioned this in previous chapters, but literally Pharaoh's doing that thing of like... I don't know, you ever get in a fight with somebody and you clearly have the upper hand or something, and I don't know, you you wrestle them or something, and you pin them and you do that thing that, you know, this better person usually ends up doing, going, we're not going to fight anymore, are we? We're going to have a truce, right? And, if, you know, it usually happens between older and younger brothers or whatever, or you know, whatever. We're going to have a truce, right? And they, the other person, more often than not, goes, yeah, okay. And this about... Four seconds after you let him go, they start shit up again. This is Pharaoh and Moses right now. So I think that this is a very teachable moment for your children if you're teaching them the Bible to go and be like, hey, kid, quit being a Pharaoh. Quit being a little fucker. You said you would motherfucking stop, and I have to break your arm to make you know it. Now, I might pin you five times before that and make truces before because I'm a better person, but if you start some more shit, I will break your fucking arm. And that usually starts, you know, that usually ends things until that little motherfucker decides to start some shit. And usually the threat of breaking arms is, is, 
Yeah. You only need to really get close. To, you probably don't want to break your kid's arm. But um, you only really need to almost go through with that promise before, you know, they learn. <sighs> the lesson here is keep to your promises and be a better person than this Pharaoh guy. Especially the people, like, they must be having some sort of revolt. And maybe, like, you know, Pharaoh's trying to point the blame at the, the, the fucking Hebrews are the ones doing this in their God. I can't stop that. And then they probably don't ask a lot of questions because at that point being like, the revolution would be, why don't you just let them go? <laughs> you know, let those fuckers out. Is that what they want? They're holding us hostage. Maybe this is a, we don't negotiate with terrorists or they're, in their mind, terrorist God. You know? By some measure of that, I guess I can get behind the Pharaoh's thing. But when you say at least three to four times, okay, we're going to let you go if you just stop the rains and shit, because, you know, <laughs> yeah, hmm. Also, I wonder, why would they just, like, up and leave now all of a sudden? You have fire raining from the sky. There's plenty of chaos for a lot of Jews to, well, a lot of uh, Hebrews to get the hell out of town, right? Like, that's a really big distraction. <laughs> but maybe, you know, they need, they want to still do good, you know, they want to give their, uh, Two weeks or whatever. You know, they want to leave on amicable terms, but they're also destroying the town they're doing it in. Whatever. Here we go. So, yes. And the Lord said unto Moses, Go in unto Pharaoh again, for I have hardened his heart. Quit hardening his fucking heart! And the heart of his servants, that I might shew these my signs before him, and that thou mayest uh, tell in the ears of thy sons and of thy son's son, uh, what things I have wrought in Egypt, and my signs which I have done among them, that you may know how I am the Lord. And Moses and Aaron came in unto Pharaoh, and said unto him, Thus saith the Lord God of the Hebrews, How long wilt thou refuse to humble thyself before me? Let my people go, that they may serve me. Yeah, how long is this gonna motherfucking take? Because <laughs> we want out. Else, if thou refuse to let my people go, behold, tomorrow I will bring the locusts to thy coast. So anything that does... Uh, yeah, here's the next warning. If fire wasn't worse enough... <laughs> God. Uh, and they shall cover the face of the earth, that one cannot be able to see the earth. They shall eat the residue of that which is escaped, yeah, which remaineth unto you from the hail, and shall eat of every tree that groweth uh, for you out of the field." And they shall fill thy houses, and the houses of thy, all thy servants, and the houses of all the Egyptians, which neither thy fathers nor thy father's fathers have seen, since the day that they were upon the earth unto this day, and, they, and he turned himself and went out from Pharaoh. Motherfucker, if fire from the goddamn skies wasn't going to do it, then, oh, locusts. We're, we're pulling some good shit here, and they're going to eat every fucking thing you got. And Pharaoh's servants said unto him, How long shall this man be a snare unto us? Let the men go, that they may serve the Lord their God. Knowest thou yet that Egypt is destroyed? Yeah, 10-7 right now. 10-7 is about a final time. So right when he threatens locusts, not fire from the sky. Well, fire, it was after the fire from the sky. But there are servants being like, hey, dude, the fuck, <laughs> Right? And Moses and Aaron were brought again unto Pharaoh, and he said unto them, Go, serve the Lord your God. But who are they that shall go? Um, you know those guys in Goshen? 
them. And Moses said, uh, We will go with our young and our old, with our sons and with our daughters, and our flocks and our herds we will go, for we must hold a feast unto the Lord. And he said unto them, Let the Lord be so with you, as I will let you go, and your little ones. Look to it, for evil is before you. Um, is he saying like the bad shit's out there, or is he saying that bad shit's in here? Because he might have met it both ways, or he meant it one way, and it's funny that it's the other way. Uh, not so. Go now, ye that are men, and serve the Lord for that ye did desire. Uh, and they are driven out from Pharaoh's presence. Okay, so I assume he's just like, eh, mm, mm, eh, send the men, leave the women and children and whatnot, but the men shall go and serve the Lord. Why the fuck, Pharaoh? Uh, not so. Uh, no, I thought I did the one. Uh, and the Lord said unto Moses, stretch out thine hand over the land of Egypt for the locusts. <laughs> just fucking do it. That they may come up out of the land of Egypt and eat every herb of the land, even all that the hail hath left somehow. Um, and Moses stretched forth his rod over the land of Egypt, and the Lord brought an east wind upon the land all that day and all that night. And when it was morning, the east wind brought the locusts. Th 10.13? Awesome. The east wind brought the locusts. Awesome. Uh, and the locusts went up all over, uh, over all the land of Egypt and rested in the coasts of Egypt. Very grievously were they. Before uh, them were... There were no such locusts as they. Neither after them shall be such. I also imagine that these locusts were like big fucking locusts. Each and every individual is like, I'm imagining at least two to three times bigger than the biggest locusts anybody's ever seen. So they're just gorging themselves. Just thousands upon millions of locusts just going like, these Egyptians food. And people just trying to swat at them like giant birds. Just fucking hey, don't you fuck? <laughs> uh, hmm. Yeah. For they covered the face of the whole earth, so that the land was dark. <laughs> Fucking locusts! Uh, I imagine the whole earth of Egypt, not like the entire planet, suddenly got covered with locusts. Like, we'll punish everyone except for this 400-acre piece of land that the Hebrews are on, or something, you know? Uh, and all that fruit of the trees which the hail had left and remained not a green thing in the trees or in the herbs of the field uh, through all the land of Egypt. Then Pharaoh called for Moses and Aaron in haste, and he said, I have sinned against the Lord your God and against you. Surprise! Yes! God damn it! You said it the last time! Uh, now therefore... Forgive, I pray thee, my sin only this once, and entreat the Lord your God that he may take away from me this death only. You are going to die! There is no more shit to eat in this fucking land. And he went out from Pharaoh and entreated the Lord. And the Lord turned a mighty strong west wind, which took away the locusts and cast them into the Red Sea. Uh, there remained not one locust in all the coasts of Egypt. And the fish were happily eating, and they grew fat. Uh, but the Lord hardened Pharaoh's heart. God, why? So that he would not let the children of Israel go. I'm really can I don't understand the point of that. I really don't. Um, maybe God's just always being like, eh, we'll harden it again because I'm really looking forward to seeing what this trick is. I don't know what this button does. Ooh, locust button, click. Fire rain button, click. Let's see what the next. So the next one, I don't know what it is, but we're gonna find out. Um, and also just I don't know. 
put the people through their own little travesties of fun. Um, fuck. <sighs> All right. And the Lord said unto Moses, Stretch out thine hand toward heaven, and there may be darkness over the land of Egypt, even darkness which may be felt. Ooh, felt darkness. Uh, and Moses stretched forth his hand toward heaven, and there was a thick darkness in all the land of Egypt three days. That's a long eclipse. Um, or just, poof, dark, dark motherfucker. Dark motherfucker. It's dark as shit out here. Uh, they saw not one another, neither rose any from his place for three days. But all the children of Israel had light in their dwellings. So even, like, I'm assuming lighting candles was like, This is fucking useless! Uh, and Pharaoh called unto Moses and said, Go ye, serve the Lord, only let your flocks and your herds be stained. Let your little ones also go with you. Oh. And Moses said, Thou must give us also sacrifices and burnt offerings, and we that we may sacrifice unto the Lord our God. Yeah, let's not piss him off. Uh, our cattle uh, also shall go with us. There shall not a hoof be left behind. Uh, for therefore must we take the, uh, to serve the Lord our God. And we know not that with, we, with what we must serve the Lord until we come thither. Yeah, I guess that makes sense. Uh, 10, 26, go on. Hey, let's bring everything. And then when we get there, we'll just ask the big man. He probably has an answer of like what he wants on his sacrifice menu, right? Um... But the Lord hardened Pharaoh's heart again, and he would not let them go. And Pharaoh said unto him, Get thee from me, take heed of thyself, see my face no more, for in that day thou seest my face, thou shalt die. And Moses said, Thou hast spoken well, I will see thy face again no more. <laughs> yeah, after like, okay, so after every one of those, like, holy fuck balls, why would you want to talk? There, there is no reasoning with this man. There would never be. Why? He's letting all his people fucking die just to maybe prove a point that he owns them, sort of. And even so, their own god is raining fire from the sky, causing darkness, killing all their sh uh, sheep and lands and plants and trees and with locusts and stuff that is probably, I'm assuming, not, like, really hard for God to conjure. But, uh, ooh, not a good time. Holy crap. Pharaoh, let the motherfuckers go. Don't be a dickhead. Stop it. Ugh. Okay. Well, that was uh, the episode for today. If you have any thoughts about the uh, the episode and whatnot, you can find me on Twitter in the show notes at Accord to Stupid. Uh, you can uh, email us at according to stupid at gmail.com. Or you can, uh, you know, share this thing. If you found this episode kind of funny, kind of interesting, whatever, share away. I'm going to do my damnedest in the future to start marketing myself and this podcast a little bit more and sending it out to folks and thanking folks who are already listening. Uh, thank you guys for listening. I'll see if I can send you guys a personal little thank you note if I happen to find you. Uh, if you want, leave a review on the iTunes site. That's really handy and easy, and it's really easy to do on your phone. Like, holy crap, it's dumb easy. Um, we love our five-star ratings, but, you know, I'm not telling you to lie. But, uh, you know, do what you got to do. Um, what else? Um, oh, eventually I'll be trying to start watching some religious movies and having my reviews of them on here just to kind of, one, fill up time, and two, uh, try to get myself, uh, onto another version of what people are seeing, uh, and doing, and, and so on like that. Um, yeah. Okay, that's it from me. Thank you guys so much for listening. We really appreciate it here. 
Um, and I'll keep you guys posted with whatever's going on. It's good fun, right? Um, good times. Toodaloo. Goodbye. Yeah, bensound.com. Yeah, I keep talking about these guys. So if you like music, you should listen to them. Otherwise, a plague of motherfucking locusts is going to eat all your stuff and just destroy you. You got a project that, need mu- that, need, uh, that needs music? Yeah, go to www.bensound.com. It's in the show notes. Check it out. Go see them. Go, 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 go.